Wir sagen, wir müssen nicht testen, wir müssen nicht testen, wir müssen nicht testen. Aber cool, ich liebe einen, der kommt zu einem Kölein, gefüllt mit einem weißen Neger über seine ganze Körper. Since this is the first time that he approaches the Koyane, the Neger would be treated like a regular Neger. And in this particular scenario, there is a patch of healthy skin inside that Neger, which is at least the size of a lentil, which is a feature that would make the Neger into Tsara'as. And indeed, the person was confirmed to be a Mitsuira, and this is considered to be Tsara'as. After that, Porchobakuloi, The nega spread across his whole body, which essentially means that it filled up even that small part of the body that was still regular healthy skin. In this case, he is pure for two reasons. The first reason is that the only feature that made the nega into Tsara'as was the fact that it had a patch of healthy skin, and now that has disappeared. So the feature which made the nega into Tsara'as has disappeared. So it's like a regular nega without any feature making it into Tsara'as. An additional reason why this nega would be considered pure now is like any type of tsara'as that the nega then spreads across the whole body, that is a reason for it to become pure. The question is, which of those two reasons is the true reason in this case? What difference will it make? So the Mishnah shows. After that, the nega disappeared from a small part of the body, even the tips of the limbs, for example, the tips of one's fingers or his toes. That is enough in general for when Tsaras, when the nega, which was Tsaras, spread across a whole body, and that was a reason for the person to become pure. As soon as the nega disappears, even from the tips of these limbs, the nega would once again be considered tome. But that's only true with regards to a nega that was Tsaras, and it became pure because of the fact that it spread across the whole body. But in this case, Rabbi Shmuel, Armi Rabbi Shmuel says, It is considered to be like a nega, which right from the beginning filled up the entire person's body, which means that it's like a regular nega. And when a regular nega becomes smaller, that's not a reason for it to become pure. And it's also not a reason for it to become tome. Nothing changes when it becomes smaller. And according to Rabbi Shmuel, the reason why this nega became pure is not because of this unique law that when Tsara'as spreads across the whole body, then it becomes pure. Because over here, together with it spreading across the whole body, also the entire feature that made it into Tsara'as, which is the patch of healthy skin, disappeared. So it's not like Tsara'as that spread across the whole body. It's really like a nega that wasn't Tome that spread across the whole body, because the very spreading of the nega defies the entire feature that makes it into Tsara'as. And because of that, according to Rishmoel, the nega would remain pure. However, this is viewed like a case where there was originally a small nega that was Tsara'as, and then it spread across the whole body and it became pure because of that, and then the nega disappeared from the tips of the limbs, it disappeared from a small part of the body, it became smaller. And in such a case, as soon as the nega is not covering the entire body anymore, it would become Tomei, and according to Rabbi Lozman Azariah, that would be the case over here as well. The logic of Rabbi Lozman Azariah is the fact that since originally this was Tsara'as, even though the feature that made it into Tsara'as was the patch of healthy skin, and by the nega spreading, that feature was removed, since before the spreading of the nega, it was considered to be Tsara'as, Rabbi Lozman Azariah understands that any nega that was tsara'as, that then spreads across the whole body, becomes pure. And even this case of the patch of healthy skin is included in that rule.
Mishnayud. Yeshmai nigal lakoyen v'niskar. There is a certain case where by showing one's nega to a koyen, one gains. Yeshmai umafsid. And in another case, showing one's nega to the koyen causes one to lose out. Kate said, what exactly are we talking about? What's the explanation of this statement? If somebody was a mukhlot, he had a nega that was declared to be definite, and the features which made that nega into tsaras disappeared. He didn't manage to show the nega to the koyen, for the koyen to declare the nega as pure, and in the meantime, the nega then spread across the entire body. Since he didn't yet show the nega to the koyen, so the koyen didn't declare it to be pure, this is considered to be like a regular case of a nega that is tsaras, a tome nega, spreading across the whole body. And that is a reason that tohoi will become pure. She'ilu herola koyen, if he would have shown the nega to the koyen earlier on, before it spread across the whole body... Then the nega would have been declared pure, and then when a pure nega spreads across the whole body, that is a reason for the nega to become tome, just like in any nega that spreads and expands in size. Her tome, he would have become impure, but because he didn't show it to the koyen, and therefore it was still considered to be tsaras, when it spread, that's a reason for the person to become pure. My hair is saying, if somebody has a nega without any features inside of it that would define it as tsara'as, and he didn't manage to show this nega to the koyen, and in the meantime, it spread across his whole body. And at the first examination that the koyen sees the nega, he comes to the koyen with a nega on his entire body. Tome, in that, pers- in that case, the person will become tome. Although the nega won't be confirmed as definite tsara'as, the koyen will tell him to be by himself for a week and return for another examination. And during that week, he will be tomei. She'ilu herola koyen, if he would have shown the nega to the koyen earlier on, before it spread across the whole body, then the koyen would have made him tomei, would have told him to be by himself for a week. And if in that situation, then the nega spread across his whole body, he would have gone back to the koyen and her tohar, the koyen would have told him that you are now fully pure because your nega spread across the whole body. But since he delayed showing it to the koyen, at the first examination, the nega was across his entire body. And therefore, that would be a reason for, it's like any regular nega, that the person would need to be by himself for a week and come for another examination in front of the koyen at the end of that week. There are three different types of nagoyen that can appear on one's skin. One classic category is the nega that appears on regular healthy skin. Another category of skin tsara'as is that which appears on a wound on the body, for example, a burn or a boil. And the third type is the nagoyen that appear on the areas where hair grows. This par- this chapter talks about the laws of nagoyen which appear on wounds, and the following parak will talk about the laws of nagoyen that appear on the areas which are covered by hair. Hashachin v'amichva, boils and burns that are on a, on a person's body. A nega that appears on that part of the body, mitami b'shavua echod, that nega would make a person who has it tome for one week, if no features of tzara'as grow there, which means that he'll be told by the koyen to be by himself for a week. He'll return for another examination at the end of that week, and if no features have developed on that nega that would deem it tzara'as, the person is told that he is fully pure, and unlike a nega that appears on regular healthy skin, he would not need to be by himself for an additional second week. 
and await another examination. And uh, another difference between this nega and a nega that appears on regular healthy skin is that bishnei simonim, there are only two features that would consider the nega to be tzara'as if they develop on the nega. Beser lovon, one is if two white hairs grow in that nega, over pisyoin, or if the nega expands in size. But if a patch of healthy skin is in the middle of that nega, that would not be a reason to make the nega into tzara'as. Now, the Torah mentions these two different types of wounds. One is shechin, which we translate to be a boil, and one is michva, which is a burn. And the Mishnah shows what is included in each category. Ezua shechin, what is included in what the Torah calls a boil. Loka bo eitz, or whatever, if he got injured by wood or stone or begefes, the pulp, the unwanted parts of olive skins, in the procedure of turning the olives into oil, the pulp and the, these, the waste parts of the olives can become very hot, even to the extent that somebody can get burnt from it. It would be made to Tiveria if somebody got burnt from the hot springs of natural water in Tiveria. Even these last two examples, which are examples of burns, any burn that is not as a result of fire... Or another injury which obviously has nothing to do with a burn or fire, zeu shechin, that would be included in what the Torah calls shechin, which literally means a boil. A zeu michva, what would be included in the Torah's term michva, which is a burn, and michva begacheres over remets. Specifically, if he is burnt with coal or ashes, kol shumach eish, anything that is as a result of fire, it's that type of regular burn, zohi michva, it's specifically to this kind of injury that the Torah refers to when it talks about a michva. Mishnah base. Although Shechin and michva are both really in the same category of nega, it's a nega that grows on a injured part of the skin, at the end of the day, the Torah sp- specifies two different examples of injuries, and we learn from there that they are considered to be two different kinds of negaim, even though they're in the same category, and they share common laws in that the same features would make them into tzara'as, and... The length of time that he would be Tomei if no features grow there is the same, it's one week. However, at the end of the day, they are considered to be two different kinds of Negoim, and because of that, Tashchin Michva, a boil and a burn, or any example which would fit into those two categories, as explained in the previous Mishnah, Ein Mitztorfen Zeh they would not combine together to make up the minimum size that, that the Nega needs to be, which, as we have seen in many ex- Mishnahs already, is the size of a bean. In addition, the expanding in size of one of these negoim into the other type of skin would not be a feature that would render the nega tzara'as. For example, if there is a burn that is situated right next to a boil, a different kind of injury, and there is a nega that develops in the burn, and then it spreads into the part of the body right next to it, which is the boil. Since the boil is considered to be a different kind of skin, and any nega that is in that area of the body is considered to be a different kind of nega, therefore, when the nega spreads from the boil to the burn, that would not render the nega as tsaraas because it didn't spread on the same kind of skin. Likewise, the ain't person or neither of these two kinds of negoim, if they spread onto regular healthy skin, that also wouldn't be considered a feature that would make it into tsara'as, because again, it's on different kind of skin that has different laws with regards to negoim. And likewise, if a nega that was on regular healthy skin spread onto a boil or a burn, that also would not consider that nega to be tsara'as. 
The second half of the Mishnah shows a law that is learnt from Psukim that a nega that develops on this area of the skin can only ever possibly be tsara'as if the injury has already begun to heal. If it's healed fully, then it would be considered to be like regular healthy skin. If it hasn't started to heal at all, then it wouldn't be able to become Tommy with Saras at all. But if it has begun to heal, that is the category of nega that the Torah talked about. Hoyu Muradin, if the injuries were still exposed and they hadn't begun to heal, Tohoyrin, a nega that appears there would not be considered Saras at all, because that skin cannot become Tommy with Saras at all. However, also krum ashum, as soon as a thin layer of skin, even as thin as a peel of garlic, that is the crusted over area of the boil that the Torah talked about and required in order for a nega which appears on that injured part of the skin to be considered saras. Once the boil or the burn or the other injury have fully recovered, it's been healed. Even though that part of the body is very much recognizable and scarred, since it is considered to be healed, even though it's very much recognizable that the boil and the injury was there, since it has been healed, the would have the same law as regular healthy skin.